You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of the 2021 Dragon Con Report. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with the all-important, the almighty director, Mike Faber. I feel like I should be sitting on a throne or something with a lightning bolt and a cup of apple pie in my other hand, you know. You mean you're not? Well, that's that's how use your imagination, you, dude, you know, it's okay. <laughs> That's how we picture you. I picture myself looking more like Loki lately, but it's okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, we also have Darren with us. Howdy. What's up? Hey, Darren. How's it going? Uh, uh, just, uh, <laughs> uh. That good, huh? Well, it's a busy time at work. So, you know, uh, right, right, right now is my busy, busy time. And then in another two weeks, I can kind of relax and maybe sleep for a week that'd be nice is this a, a bad time cool. to point out that probably by the time people hear this there's 75 days to go until Dragon oh Con. oh probably yeah, yeah probably a very bad time <laughs> we, we just yeah. have to rip the band-aid right off <laughs> totally totally <laughs> this is fine everything is fine nothing to worry <laughs> about just three 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 more sleeps till dragon con yeah okay fine uh-huh <laughs> Uh, sadly, we have no Jen, Jen with us this month, but we are joined by our good friend, Sue Kissenweather. Sue, welcome back. It's been too long. It has. Thanks for having me. Yay! Absolutely. Kermit absolutely. Flail. <laughs> <laughs> how, how have you been? Oh, I mean, about as well as can be expected, I suppose, given, you know, everything. Everything, right. Right. Um, and uh, it's been a while since we've talked to you or anybody in the newbies group. How is how is how is the newbies group going? I, is it everybody's uh, all still confused and, and wondering <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. We've seen um, I'm actually a little bit surprised this year. We weren't sure how people were going to feel about, of course, going or going back. And we've got a lot of new membership. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's about on par with with most years. But a discussion seems to be down. So I think, at least for right now, people are kind of <laughs> hanging back and, and trying to, to absorb some things. Mm. But, um, yeah, we've got we're, – we're excited for it. We've got a, a good crowd that, that has joined the group. We're, we're still trying – well, not trying, waiting. Still waiting to see what we'll be able to do at con, of course, right. like a lot of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get into that a little bit in a a few minutes, but yes, there's still a lot of, uh, you know, information that's still to be announced. So, and I'm guessing it's going to be that way for the foreseeable future. Um, 70 days. (laughs) Probably, (laughs) probably. Um, Here are the Dragon Con Report and actually across the whole ESO network, we are celebrating Pride Month, and we are honored here to have a DJ in the house on the station. Uh, welcome, DJ Neon the Glogo Bear. Hello. I'm really excited to be here. We are glad to have you with us. Um, just real quick, um, how long have you been attending or been part of Dragon Con? 
Now, Mike, oh, Mike, Lord. Mike, you don't so ask gonna... a lady her age. Okay? <laughs> Look, I, I'm past the, tw- the the 25 year mark, so I, I think it's fair. I think it's yeah. fair. Okay. Um, I moved to Atlanta in 1998. Uh, started Dragon in 20 in, in yeah 2000. About 2000, about the millennial. Awesome. Uh, so it's been, God, what is 21 years now? Wow. And consecutively? I've been DJing the past, what, seven? Darren? Are yeah, we on seven, seven? seven or eight years, yeah. Yeah, seven or eight years I've been doing uh, DJing for Dragon Con. So that um, must mean he started going to Dragon Con when he was like five? So Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> 21 forever, darling. Don't let the just for bears fool you. <laughs> <laughs> filters here (laughs) well we are glad to have you with us and uh yes in a a little while we will hear all about some of your experiences at dragon con it it sounds like you've watched the convention grow uh over the years and probably have uh some hopefully some good stories for us um and some that you know you could even tell us on the air um <laughs> uh here at the dragon con report we are a proud member of the eso network we have a t public store filled with all kinds of cool designs include a very cool one for the dragon con report podcast itself that uh who designed that mike me ah yes of course uh <laughs> it is awesome it is awesome uh and i think we've had a few sales of that one recently as well yes we have actually i've been actually shocked that we've so. actually been selling a few of those and actually a couple of people have also bought uh the dragon con report uh logo mug and also i think someone actually bought a tank top so Ooh, so i know wow. that was darren so you know it was cool <laughs> important to accessorize my coffee in the morning <laughs> Um, we also have, uh, well, that, uh, there's a link for that T public store at the top of the ESO network, uh, website page. Uh, the, also there is a link up there too, for the Patreon page for the ESO network. Uh, Mike, anything exciting going on for our patrons? Oh, there's always something fun going on for the patrons. The new episode of ESO BS is coming out real soon. So we're going to be coming out with, you know, proof for those who don't know, it's called ESO Network Board Silly. And we have basically the ESO board come and talk, you know, just random crap each week and of the month and, you know, talking about what's going on. And it's pretty awesome. And it's exclusive only for the ESO patrons. So for as little as a dollar, as we like to say, you can actually become a patron of the ESO Network, which the Dragon Con Report is a proud member of. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash ESO Network. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, be sure to pe- check out our past episodes at dragonconreport.com. Uh, we can also be found on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you're listening to us via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or even audible.com, please rate us and leave us a review. Um, if you'd like to leave us direct feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to do so at feedback at dragonconreport.com. Oh, and don't forget, we do have, Darren and I did two videos, and we did two. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. What? <laughs> yeah, we did. They're legal. Legal, legal completely legal, folks. <laughs> completely legal. They're on YouTube. They're on YouTube. So basically, if you want, you could see Darren and I do walking tours of DragonCon. And the last one I think we did was, what, 2018 or 19? 
<laughs> yeah, I, w- I would look at that one. I would not look at the older ones. Since, no, uh, things, it's very outdated. Things changed a lot, yeah. <laughs> very, uh, dude, those videos are outdated as soon as we record them, usually. I know, they, they are, but <laughs> at least in the second one, you know, we note that the escalators are no longer where they used to be in one building, so that's kind of important. Good point. But, you know, and that's kind of the cool thing. If you want to see the old one, though, see how Dragon Con was back in 2013. You can see the old carpet. Exactly, yes. That's true. So. So it's pretty darn awesome. But definitely check yes. that up on our YouTube channel. Just look at uh, Dragon Con Walking Tour, and you'll find Darren and I. Oh, awesome. Um, okay, so also speaking of email, we did get a, a couple of the little emails from folks, and we do appreciate that. Uh, the first one that I'll uh, start with is um, Les, uh, email from Les, who says, Great show, guys. Despite the fact that I won't be attending Dragon Con in Aww. September, I really like listening. I will encourage the attendees I know to subscribe to the podcast. So uh, short and sweet, and thank you so much. Uh, that is uh, really glad to hear. And you know what? If you can't come to Dragon Con, we really hope that uh, we can, you know, in some small way, bring a little bit of Dragon Con to you guys. Um, so uh, especially over, over the last couple years where, you know, certainly last year it was all virtual. Um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of the tips and a lot of things we talk about are applicable to other conventions as well. Um, our hearts are, and souls are attached to Dragon Con, but, um, no, no, we, we appreciate it. And especially, you know, for those people who are deciding if they should go or maybe have even decided this year, you know what, I'm going to skip it. Um, yes. Thank you for still listening to us and supporting us. We really do appreciate it. More than you could ever imagine. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Les's email reminded me, I saw a post recently on the uh, DragonCon official Facebook page that really got to my attention. So I just wanted to uh, sort of abbreviate abbreviatedly read this off. Uh, I believe it's from someone named Courtney. I'm not going to say the full name, but it's on it's on the Facebook page. But um, it, uh, it goes as follows. Hi, you fair folks at DragonCon. My husband introduced me to DragonCon. I love him so damn much. We cosplayed together, attached to, uh, they, she posted a photo of their uh, popular cosplay that they did. She said, I'm not coming this year. I have too much anxiety and PTSD to try it. You see, I'm a COVID widow. Oh, uh, man. I'm making this post to ask you to please follow any and all safety guidelines that Dragon Con asked for, if for nothing else, to make those of us directly impacted by the pandemic feel safe. Love you all. Hope I'm in a place where I can come. I feel I can come next year. Um, she made the post because she didn't want el- anyone else to go through what she's been through. Mm. Um, and you know what? I, I don't think I could have said it better. Perfect example of, of you know, if you're wondering why you should wear a mask or why you should be vaccinated or why this or why that. I mean, that's the reason right there. Totally. And the vaccination window for DragonCon is closing. Right. Because right. you've got you've got to get two shots, and then you have to wait two weeks after to get the full antibody treatment, I believe. So if you're not, you know, if you don't have your first shot by like July 10th, July 15th, don't do somewhere it. Somewhere in there, do not go. Do not. Don't come. No. Don't come. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's it's serious. It's still with serious the kids, with the children not being able to be vaccinated yet, yeah. uh, at least in Georgia. And, you know, it's, it varies. To me, getting vaccinated, it's not about you. It's about protecting the kids. I just saw uh, someone in the AJC, a kid in Georgia, uh, passed of COVID. Uh, He had some underlying conditions, and you could have any number. 
So it's not about you. Go get it today. It's about the kids. Totally. You know, grow up, do something for the kids. No, agree completely, completely believe in that. And, you know, those masks a lot of times are not even meant to protect yourself. They're meant to protect people from Mm -hmm. you. And and so this is just about not being selfish. This is about thinking about others. And I've noticed, you know, Dragon Con, you have a lot of people there who are very, very giving, very caring. And then then you have the other folks who, you know, just want to drink and have fun. But... (laughs) You know, it's, sometimes they're the same people. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> it, it just sometimes. depends when in the day you catch them. So <laughs> before it's five p.m. Before five. Before, yeah, five. before five is good. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we, we 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 still don't know a lot of uh, the restrictions and what Dragon Con is going to ask of us who are going to be there. So um, play it safe. You know, get the vaccine. Do everything that they are required. You know. Don't fuss about it because the more you fuss about it, the harder it's going to be for everybody. And and especially for an event like this, a Dragon Con, this is about all of us getting together. Yeah. And 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 especially after all the events, all the stuff that we've gone through over the last year, year and a half, um, we could all really use this. <laughs> yeah. No, no one wants to see a Karen being right. called out for not wearing a mask indoors if that's required from the hotels. Right. You know. So right. get over yourself. It's not about you. It is they will so not the, about you. They will get the lightsabers out. It won't just be. Yeah, it won't just be security. It'll be. It'll be Klingons coming after you. So, right. You know, you take your chances. Take your chances. <laughs> so, um, like I said, DragonCon does have. Um, it hasn't been updated, I think, since our last episode. But they do have a updates, an updated information sheet about questions like FAQs. If you want to know about uh, specific things about what restrictions are or what the policies are right now, you can go there and find out what is, is there right now. Um, we did get an email from a listener who wishes to remain uh, nameless and she sent some links to some things that have been said uh, by official Dragon Con sources, uh, including the fact that uh, they are working with international fans on a case by case basis uh, as far as their no rollover refund policy being reinstated this year, because they do understand, uh, and I've talked to someone from DragonCon in official capacity about this too, they do understand that there are certain countries that, you know, you might not be able to get out. Like, you just can't come here. Yeah. So, or if so, you do uh, get out, you might not be able to get back in. Right. It's, That's exactly. another thing. So yeah, there's, there's, I think Vietnam now has, when you get off the plane, you actually have to go into a tent for three weeks. Yeah. I mean, who's got four weeks of vacation? No one, (laughs) you know? So there's a a lot of people in different situations. We have to be very understanding of at this point. So they are trying to be flexible on a case by case basis. Um, uh, According to Dragon Con, uh, we want to offer the least restrictive, but still safe for everyone in attendance guidelines. So we are waiting until a little closer to make those decisions. Uh, it's exceedingly unlikely that there will be pre-sales, more pre-sales than would be safe to allow with the attendance cap. Um, right now, annual memberships are still on sale. You can get them for $115 for the weekend. So, uh, there hasn't been a stop to that, but one of the big questions is where are the daily passes? Where are the daily passes? I don't think we're going to see daily passes, uh, get online or be available until much closer to the event, if at all. 
Yeah, that's um, probably uh, that's probably something to look out for because you know those those daily pass folks would come in and just mob like the dealer's room, and that's <laughs> what you, you would have the huge line for to get into the dealer's room. But it, it's a matter of capacity. How many people is the America's Mart building going to allow during COVID? Right. Right. So that that's something that's out of Dragon Con's hands, and they've got to deal with the uh, the caps on all the buildings. Uh, oh, very so much so. That's in, that's a lot of logistics right there. Someone at DragonCon is uh, um, stated that uh, it probably won't be decided until two or three weeks before the event. So if you're looking for a single day pass, just just hang on and uh, and and just be patient. Uh, be patient uh, uh, for all of this information. And and even you know the information that I'm telling you, it it's, it could be it's official right now, but that is subject to change, just like everything else with DragonCon. Um, last thing, uh, that she pointed out in the email is that there will be no in-person mechanical masquerade this year. Now, this is not the masquerade costume contest. This is a dance that, uh, I think one of the tracks holds, right? A mechanical masquerade. Um, it might be, I think the alternate history track. I think. That's yeah, that, that sounds right. That sounds right. Um, so they're going to be doing it virtually. That's a decision made by the track. It's not a Dragon Con requirement. Uh, so as far as the other things like the masquerade or uh, like the parade or anything else, it's, it's TBA. So it's TBA. Um, uh, I'm kind of curious, uh, Neon, have you heard anything about like what uh, you may or may not be able to do at Dragon Con this year? So all, I, all the information I have is that the Spectrum Party is a go. Um, what that really means as far as I, I have the room that we're going to be in uh, is the one where we were supposed to be in last year but had issues but I don't know anything about capacity about you know what's going on other than start getting ready get my stuff together mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're having <laughs> awesome awesome that's good to hear that's good that's cool well uh, I mean, something else to consider here is I'm usually in line now to get into that party no i'm just saying as, as an attendee about an hour ahead of time yeah. i head to that party and that line is already like 70 people deep and since we don't know what the capacity is going to be of the room i mean that that line could stretch all the way through a lobby for all we know at this point because it may be hey you can only have 50 people 100 people we just don't know so I think the normal rules of what we tell people for Dragon Con of show up X amount of minutes early to a panel or whatever, those are out the window this year. It's going to be, you know, figure it out as we go along. We're all going to be learning together, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're also looking at July, August, September, two and a half months. A lot can change. Totally, totally. Yeah, it could change either for the better or for the worse. And yep, so absolutely. that's what you have to be careful with. And, you know, I think this year I will be shocked if we see lines around buildings for panels. And, you know, that's going to just – I think that's a thing of the past, at least for this year. We just don't know what anything's going to no, be. No, we don't. Right? No. I mean, you can you can no. say yeah. maybe the line rules are out the window, but we don't know that for sure. The line rules could be exactly the same as they've always been, right? They could enforce <laughs> could them even totally. more of you can't start lining up until an hour before because that would keep people from lingering, right? There might be right. longer yeah. breaks between panels so they can clean the rooms. There might be – instead of a half an hour, it might be an hour. 
or we could hour, skip yeah. a oh. session entirely. So you've got a one o'clock panel and then a four o'clock oh. panel. We just, we, it's all speculation. That's, know. that's all we're doing. It all is totally. Yeah. I just don't want people to be all like, like we said, the Karen trope, you know, this is supposed to be blah, 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 blah. Calm down. We're all like putting our feet back into this water. We're all a, a whole bunch of introverts. <laughs> Some of us escaping our cocoon for the first time in a year. It's going to be wild kingdom to a point. So everyone's got to be patient and just relax and go with it this year. Don't be all, you know, I got to get here. And then I got to get here. I got to get here. Calm down and just feel it out first. Okay? Oh, exactly. I'm, I'm almost like worried in some ways about the tension that's going to be there for, you know, the first couple of days. And, you know, I, it's just, it's going to crack and, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see how it comes about and how people act, how people, you know, cause like Darren just said, there's some people who have not been out of the house for over a year and, you know, this is, are they going to go crazy? Are they going to be reserved? People going to be wearing masks? Are they not, you know? That's, you know, it's going to be real interesting and it's going to be, we don't know Dragon Con's policies on any of and it yet. so many people from yeah. all over the country and the world who have been following different safety ordinances. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You yeah. know, you think Concrud is bad, you know, come on folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I, I'm ready for us to all come down with something after Dragon because Dragon's already a vector for being close to people, getting a cold, getting a flu, whatever. But now, because you've not been around people for a year, so you didn't catch that cold last summer like you would have in your normal day-to-day, -day, you're going to be exposed to everybody with every bug that you've not encountered for a year. This could be this could be interesting. It could be like Infectious Last of the Legion of Substitute Heroes just going yeah, around. You just wanted to throw that in, Darren. <laughs> I did. Maybe we'll find out that masks Forget are a great idea for conventions. Yes, exactly. Uh, Forget yeah. about COVID reasons. The masks are yep. good for. I don't know about y'all, but I haven't had anything concrete. worse than allergies in sixteen months. Oh. I know. <laughs> nope. Yep. That's, That's wonderful. It's well, neon. You know, I've neon. started. I've started making lists of costumes like Melina from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that has the mask. You could go as you know, Walter White if you wanted to. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, there's going to be, like I said, we don't know. There's still a lot we don't know. Uh, another one thing that we, another thing that we do know, though, is that the as as far as right now goes, uh, the DragonCon Blood Drive is going to happen uh, that weekend, uh, and volunteers are needed. Very much um, so, all throughout. Yeah, volunteers are needed throughout the convention, but uh, specifically uh, the DragonCon Blood Drive folks called out for um, a sign-up for that, because I don't think that's part of uh, DragonCon's sign-up volunteer basis, it's, so it's a separate thing. So we'll have a, a link to that, because I think it's separate. Um, but um, yeah, this is one of the largest recurring Blood Drives uh, in the universe that happens every year, so uh, you know this is necessary now more than ever. So um, if you can help out, uh, if you're interested in finding out more information, like I said, we'll have a link for that. Uh, mm -hmm. The other thing that I wanted to point out as well is that, um, look, we don't know what's still what's going to happen in person, but we do know that DragonCon is still committed to providing virtual content, uh, new virtual content. 
for people uh, either who are going to be there in person who just want to watch it from their hotel rooms or for people overseas that can't come to the convention or people who are nervous and don't want who can't make it to Atlanta. So there is going to be DCTV is still going to have a lot of programming. A lot of the tracks are going to do some programming as well online. There'll be links and all that. I mean, the easiest thing to do is sign up for DragonCon TV. DCTV is still going to only be $10 for the year subscription. Um, and like I said, they're already, uh, there's going to be virtual content. And we know this for sure because uh, we, have have we, recorded recorded? <laughs> we have already started recording. We have already started recording some. Um, so I think a lot of the tracks had to get them in, like, I think in the next week or so, right? I think yep. they're, yeah. So, so, um, uh, I had the pleasure of, of being on a couple. I know Mike did as well. Uh, Sue, you as well, I would imagine. I have right? some lined up, I think, that haven't recorded yet. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think we're, I think we're all still, uh, in the queue for the <laughs> role panel. <laughs> Well, Joe because, said, just uh, wait over here, so it's okay. <laughs> I know, no, we're just no, waiting. No, Joe's going to call us at Monday at 8 a.m. and say, you ready to record? <laughs> I'm like, Joe, we're not at the con. Stop it. Um, <laughs> and then as far as, again, um, in person, um, you know, the, there really haven't been a lot of huge name guests announced yet. Although since we last recorded, uh, I think since the month started of June, I think every other day uh, they are announcing guests. Um, they are continuing to announce guests. No big names yet, but uh, I did find that it was interesting that one of the most recent ones, I think yesterday, was Erin Gray. Um, and Erin Gray is cool in and of herself, but she's also an agent for uh, a lot of other uh, celebrities that usually appear on Walk of Fame. So I, I'm, I'm thinking if Erin's coming, then she's probably going to have a, a crew of other celebrities with her as well. So mm-hmm. just stay tuned for the, the, the guest list. And uh, so your liver uh, is safe this month, folks. Yeah, That's we will not be we will not be reading off a lot of names and, and mispronouncing things. Oh. So uh, no drinking game uh, for, for you guys for that. So for, for now, uh, you're safe for now. Uh, next month, uh, you know. You might we'd have to might have to make up for it. <laughs> I, I can't make next month's recording. I'm flossing the cat. So, uh. <laughs> and uh, and that's all the news and notes. Uh, so, like I said, not a lot of information, not a lot of official information, unfortunately. But there's a lot of things that a lot of folks are talking about. So um, it was so fripping cool though seeing Dan Carroll up on 11 Alive and WSB making the yes. rounds, talking that Dragon Con is officially on for this year. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. And that was it, a nice confirmation for sure. Yeah. <laughs> there's something that's something reassuring about that. You know, as a long time Dragon Con and to see Dan talking about Dragon Con and seeing all of us going through the motions of getting ready for panels and getting ready for things and getting me preparing for, you know, my table at Artist Alley. There's just something nice with that routine uh, to, to go into. I mean, sure, there's a lot of things I'm nervous about, but it's nice to have that mm-hmm. routine back. Have you made books yet, Mike? Okay, so oh, I, you want me to ask you about your? You want me to ask you about your costume? You want me to go there? <laughs> I started on the music, man. So <laughs> At least someone's ahead of the game there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we I all toss so. it out kind of Dude, casually the- whenever we talk about Dragon Con that the influx of people is such a huge boost to that area and that economy that's right there. But it's it's really true. Like, just think about the the money that the food court makes over that weekend right mm-hmm. 
the CBS, the CBS alone. <laughs> everything nearby, you know, it's and mm-hmm. it, places were were hurting, obviously because of COVID. But oh, like that, yeah. that that weekend for mm-hmm. a lot of those businesses was a is a huge boost yeah. that they just didn't have. Oh yeah. no. And this will be, I mean, I would imagine that, I mean, I don't know what's coming through in the next couple of months, but I would imagine that this is going to be their, this is going to be their big date for the year, you know, like right. their big comeback, uh, like Elvis, their big comeback special. Um, <laughs> uh, this is going to be, you know, I know that there's going to be, you know, after Labor Day weekend, I know that there's still a lot of the bigger conventions. New York's going to happen. Uh, a lot of other conventions are talking about happening as well or putting on events in October, November. But I think DragonCon's really going to be one of the first ones out of the gate to say, like, we're back and this is how we're doing things. Yeah, the only one um, that you could even consider large that maybe that I've heard about is a creation Star Trek convention in Las Vegas. And that's, oh, wow. that's okay. happening, when is that? uh, I believe, the second weekend of August. But okay. it's it's large for a Star Trek convention, which means it's about six, seven thousand uh, people. It's nowhere near... Still. A dragon con size. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's still right. the, the largest one be. I've heard about happening so soon. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, because I do, well, I think last month we reported that uh, Boston announced they were doing their fan expo Labor Day weekend. So, so Dragon Con will have a little bit of competition as far as that goes. Uh, usually, Boston Fan Expo pulls in thousands and thousands of people as well. So, um, and I don't want to dismiss the Atlanta Comic Con, which is going to be, um, I think, a couple weeks before Dragon Con. So, there's probably going to be a couple thousand people there at least. So, so uh, there are some events happening, but I mean, I think Dragon Con is really the big going to be the big test. Uh, a lot of conventions are probably going to be looking at what Dragon Con does. Uh, so, um, as well they should, my friend. As Many well things. they should. As well they should. <laughs> well, cool. Well, like I said, that's all the news and notes for this month. Um, you know, stay tuned. We'll have some more information. Hopefully, more detailed information next month. But um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back on the other side, we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk to, to Nia. So, Brittany, Martha, <laughs> tell me about your podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like we're in sync, but also kind of a disaster. We are always a disaster. So our podcast is fun if you want to hear two people talk about and complain about stuff that <laughs> they complaint. love and also hate. And drink. And drink. And the show is Same. called? Oh. <laughs> but, but first, let's, let's talk, talk nerdy. And you can find us on the ESO Network. Ba-ding. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Hello everyone, Dr. Geek here with a shout out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. (laughs) Let's face it, creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. Awesome. 
Welcome back, folks. And now we are uh, going to talk and get to know uh, DJ Neon the Gogo Bear a little bit uh, more, uh, if we can, a little bit more intimately, <laughs> shall we say? Huh. <laughs> I know a lot of people already know me quite. Yeah, if you want to vent, <laughs> no, no, if you want to Venmo me, I will be happy to tell you some intimate details <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about here. So. Uh, uh, Neon, let's start with uh, your first Dragon Con experience. When was it? What, what was that like? Oh, what, Lord. What drew you to Dragon Con? What drew me to Dragon Con? I've been a fan of science fiction and comic books since high school uh, when I would read X-Men. You know, that was a lot of gay people's first exposure to, you know, the movement of, you know, be, and being in a world where you're both needed and hated kind of thing. So you attach them yourselves to the, to the X-Men often and the mutants. Um, but in 1998, I moved to Atlanta in 2000. I think I went to my first Dragon Con, and I've always been uh, a creative, hyper-creative is what I've been dubbed. Uh, you give me an hour and a book, and I can figure out how to do anything uh, with some duct tape. <clears throat> but I started doing costumes and proved to be good at it. Uh, you know, the, the real kind of uh, explosion for Dragon Con, of course, happened the, the first time Darren called me up and said hey I got this party <laughs> I want you to DJ was that was that your first DJ experience or had you done that before I had not tell him what you call, uh, tell okay him okay here's what here's what happened here's the tea We're gonna when was this when was this <laughs> okay there was a a spectrum party that was put on and uh, it wasn't called Spectrum back then. I think it was called Rainbow Flag, if I'm remembering yeah, correctly. Yeah, Rainbow Flag. And it was just a get-together gathering for the LGBTQ contingent at Dragon Con. Because when you're with, you know, back then, 50,000 people. Now it's nearly 100,000 people, right? It's hard to know who your tribe is when everyone's wearing fabulous costumes all the time <laughs> and acting like, you know, they might be on your team. It's like, oh, look at that cute elf over there. Oh, there's his girlfriend. Ooh. Oh, well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? So, or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. You never know. But it was it was just a place to just meet other um, people in the community, talk, perhaps um, have a friendship, maybe have a 20-minute panel if that's what you were looking for, and that was consensual. <laughs> but it was it was more about just gathering with the community within it, – it's a sub-community within the larger Dragon Con community, right? Um, it's very difficult at a con that size to kind of – unless you're bringing friends with you who you know are in the community, it's very difficult to find your tribe in 100,000 people because you think one out of ten, well, that's not – perfect statistics for every sub organization out there right so to find us you're like okay follow the techno music follow the glitter follow <laughs> you know, all of those are red herrings now man no totally totally red herrings it's like when did straight guys learn how to dress my god <laughs> stop it um, <laughs> but in my experience in within nerd culture like queer people are way more than one out of ten yeah. But it's just hard to find like, us. Unless you're obviously flagging I'm gay and standing out yeah, you neon. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless you're obviously standing out and then wearing something to make you stand out from the crowd. You know, like I know that there is a stormtrooper who is gay. I know. Well, that's I've because met the him. suit is rainbow, right? 
Yeah, well, and then he's got a rainbow, you know, flag yeah. down his uh, costume, right? But it's like, how would you know? Right? How would you know? That's Pride Trooper. He's in well, my garrison. You, you know. You know. <laughs> but that's what, the spe- that's what the rainbow flag now, the Spectrum Party, is all about, is just meeting people who share that in common at Dragon Con and having a good time. So, uh, but Darren. But it was, it was a very dead party yeah, when I went to it, it was... at one time. And it was it was fine for what it was, but I, I thought with a little more effort, it could be something special for the what, community. What, what years are we talking about here? Oh, gosh, like 2010, okay. 11, 12, so, something so this like is that. Like, so this is about, about, about a 10 years ago. Yeah, roughly, yeah, seven, give or gotcha. take. Seven, seven. Seven, eight. Yeah. Gotcha. Six, gotcha. five, whatever. Um, it, was, it was back then, and I was like, okay, we, and I, I kind of took it upon myself to say, how can I help improve it? Because it was kind of sad, and I had heard, I was listening in on other people's conversations talking about how sad the party was. Because it was, there's nothing wrong with gay anthems, but that's all it was. It was just the standard gay anthems being played on an iPod, which that's great because, you know, there's no money support for anything that you do. (laughs) It's all fan base. You bring in what you've got equipment for and the willingness to do. But I'm like, we could make this, this is the gay party. It's sad. That this is this is the party we're bringing. This is the get. No, we we should we should have lights and catering and dry ice or something. What's going on here? You know. But that was when I was like, Neon had given me a mixtape way back when. Yeah. And I was like, Neon can actually mix music. You know what? You know what would be better than an iPod, an actual human DJ, who could mix music and give the crowd a good time <laughs> you know so i was like hey you want to do this and he was he stupidly said yes so so <laughs> it was a little bit even more wild than that so you know i had been kind of a fan of music collecting music making these little you know it's like a more mixtape cds or you know like back in the 80s um <clears throat> but um darren was like can you dj this party and i'm like i don't know how He's like, well, you have three months to learn. Good luck. And the crazy thing about that is the universe heard that because mm-hmm. literally two or three weeks later, an internet contest that I had submitted to, I won my own DJ controller, like wow. a brand new DJ. And I was like, okay, the universe is speaking. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I wanted to do something uh unique for this party because we had heard through some things this may be the last one right so uh i was like let's do some music and some videos uh in the background because you can you can pull people in in on the dance floor but those that aren't comfortable if you give them a visual aspect of of these videos it might pull them in that way and for me music is 100 percent emotion uh, you know, I push it out and I get it back. <clears throat> so I have two helpers, <clears throat> poor Brick, who we love. Yeah, we love Brick. He's beautiful. <laughs> He's beautiful, but he can't avoid stepping on a power cord yeah, to save yeah, his life. Yeah. So I was going to get to <laughs> um, So I had two helpers and Darren, uh, and we put on this in the small room. We had one video screen. I think I, I, think I even brought the speakers. You did. I, you yeah, brought I brought everything. the speakers. Yeah. 
Um, and we just set it up and we had a good time and we, you know, we were, uh, we were prefaced it with, you know, don't be upset if it's not well attended, da, da, da. Well, honey, <laughs> we must've hit the magic connection because there was a line all night long. The, the line was out the door at the Sheraton for the party. Yes. Wow. And in fact, uh, it was one point Neon had to go to the bathroom and had to <laughs> argue with the with the security officer to let him back in because he was the DJ and the, the mix was about to run out. He's about to have 100 very upset people. Yeah. It's like, is, this in, is this in a ballroom? This was in one of the lower, lower rooms in the Sheraton okay. at the time before gotcha. that all became registration. That's how far back this was. Uh, so, you know... We we did that party. It was a success, and I think were we in the same space the next year? I think so. Okay. Yeah. So we were in the same space the next year, had the same problems. Then the next year they moved us to a bigger room, and lo and behold, we still had the same problem where there was a lot of people wanting to get into the party, and somehow over the years, what <laughs> over the last seven years. I think we've changed venues four times. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. I yeah. think we're on our fifth one. Uh, wow. Now, last year was epic. Uh, I'll have to share some videos this, later on, but it was insane. <laughs> this Now, this event, is this an official Dragon Con event? Is it sponsored, it is by... sponsored by the costuming track? Okay, okay. So, and it is an official Dragon Con event. Gotcha. By the costume. It's it's not one of those extra events down the street oh, at right. you know whatever Peachtree <laughs> that is for another fifty five dollars you can get in you know so a lot of times sometimes it's difficult to tell what's official what's not at Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. So. It's in the program yeah. so it's there. It's, it's in my gotcha. hotel. I, I I should have known where it is. I should know. It it was in the West End. Yeah, now it's time. It's no, it's, it's not wherever okay. it was supposed to be last year that we got kicked out for whatever reason um but um what can i say about dragon con party like it's really it's an amazing thing for me to be able to give my community not only the glbt community but the you know my science fiction nerd friends uh who that was my my thing i mean my best friend and i listened to you know the cure and depeche mode we were like the guys in black in high school <laughs> the breakfast club i pretty much was all of the characters especially uh, molly ringwald that was uh, yeah especially claire yeah let's be honest <laughs> what can i say beyond. she's awesome um, yeah you're a princess we know and i'm pretty in pink thank you <laughs> but um the music for every uh Spectrum set has to be unique. Uh, I do have some pieces I reuse over the years, but uh, you know, it was funny. You'll always find people to complain about the music. It's just the nature of the job. So I know last year I blew it off the doors. Uh, those kids were having, and adults were having so much fun. Uh, it's, you know, invigorating. It's like you're uh, that chick on Lost Girl just sucking in the energy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I get to, how often do you get to play remixes of, you know, 
Nightmare on Elm Street or Ghostbusters or some of the crazy stuff that I find like that. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna be playing that in a regular gay bar no. unless it's Halloween night Correct. or something. Correct. <laughs> so, but yeah. So it's definitely tailored to the geek community as well. Oh, absolutely. Some people may not recognize it. Uh, for example, uh, I will pull in soundtracks to movies. A lot of people didn't know that Rihanna did the last song for Star Trek. Uh, what was the newest third one? Um, yeah, Star Trek Beyond. She did a, a song called Sledgehammer that I found a remix. So there's these adjacent pieces to science fiction that if you really look into what I'm playing they're related not everything because uh, it's impossible uh, and then you know I played for the virtual this year I was able to submit uh, a really great I, I was able to experiment so <clears throat> while I recorded the set I also pulled in videos to interplay between watching me, which that's only so interesting for so long, unless I'm drinking heavily. Um, <laughs> which you were. Which I absolutely was. Uh, uh, I was able to pull in scenes from Assassin's Creed because uh, I had a song called We Are Assassins, which is basically, you know, from, it's about the video game. And then I had uh, Ghostbusters, clips from Ghostbusters in there. Uh, we don't talk about copyright right now, but they were in there, uh, and it was it was really a great thing to to be a part of the virtual. It was difficult to do uh, because <laughs> there's there's not that energy trade back. So you're kind of there with your partner. I'm, I'm here with my partner, and he's watching, and it's an audience of one and two dogs. So and they were not having it, but I <laughs> but you know. It's it's a it's an energy exchange that is going to. I'm really looking forward to having this year. I've been saving up pieces uh, to do, and I've been purchasing lights because pretty much that party is funded by yours truly. <laughs> wow! Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah, that's that's something a lot of people at Dragon Con, if they are not on the side of volunteering, they don't understand that a lot of the track directors and the individual panels, all the stuff that is brought to a panel for people to interact with or props and everything that's not bought by the con yeah like I, I would guarantee like 99 percent of it is owned by the people who run that track or volunteers who are working in that track so you know it, it is a fan-made con we talk about that all the time as part of our spiel on here you know and mm -hmm. it, it goes into what you know we do and neon always manages to rock a good time at that party always Thank you. You are more than welcome, sir. You know, it's 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 it's, it's good that you didn't suck at it. Yeah, I know, I know right? <laughs> and I, have, you know, I've turned it into a second career at this point. You know, my day job is doing IT, but mm -hmm. uh, I have residencies in San Francisco, Columbus, Ohio. I've done Chicago Pride. I've done Toronto Pride because of that one little chance that Darren gave me. He created this little monster. I did. I, did. I, I am. I am guilty. I am guilty. God, I've sinned. Yeah. Please forgive me. I'm going back to Columbus <laughs> this weekend to do Columbus Pride or Columbus Not Pride. So, but um, you know, all the lights are purchased by me. Uh, my partner and I sit here and we'll build uh, paper mache decorations for months. Uh, I do have a team of people, of volunteers, who do help me set up which 
they're invaluable because uh, the train would have derailed itself years ago without, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Jared and Hossein and the, all the others <clears throat> who have helped over the years. My friend Lilith uh, was, uh, I, have, I have a concept of ambassadors and basically it's just people who I, I ask to come and help me set up and then they go enjoy the party just to instigate trouble. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I, I call them party loop. Part, yeah, they're there. They're there to get the party started, yeah, right? Drag people. They're, they're the there to make people start to feel good. Hey, loosen up! It's a party. Woo! You know, and uh, it works. It did. Now we don't even have to do that. It's just I like know. they come, and it's just this explosion of energy. How would you say that? Because uh, I did see that. Yes, you uh, you 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 DJ a lot of uh, different places. How would you say that DragonCon is different? Um, Besides just the geeky music, right? DragonCon um, was his first. There's a, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I mean, DragonCon, other events that I do are a little more adult oriented. So, but DragonCon has this whimsy about it, right? And so you get to play and be, a, I get to be a kid during my four hour limited time span. And it goes by so fast, but it's the, it's the whimsy of it. It's the costumes that people come with. It's the just willingness to let down some walls that I think makes Spectrum really unique. Some of the other parties may not, have that interaction or they might and i hope they do but at spectrum you really see people just let down a wall and they start smiling and then they start interacting and then that just builds and it's really the party's about that and their energy and sharing it and being together very nice a little nice. kumbaya mush mush but it's totally, <laughs> it's totally accurate you know, <laughs> uh, it definitely um, sounds like it's a, a for a lot of folks. It's the highlight of the weekend. Well, I've got this year's theme, and I I got it past Lee. So, are you guys ready to hear it? Sure. Absolutely. All right. Is this an exclusive? This is an exclusive. This is the first <laughs> time I have actually uttered it to other people outside of the the circle that's going to prepare it. All right, you ready? All right. It's called Bash of the Titans. A toga cosplay party. Oh my god! <laughs> so mm -hmm. here we go. Right, it's gonna have you know. I already bought some Roman columns and working on that. Gonna have some decorations like that. But I wanted something that was fun and frisky, but very accessible. And you can get a bed sheet and turn yep. it into your favorite character. That doesn't cost a lot of money. It may cost some hot glue. I think it's totally appropriate for Dragon Con. But folks, I, don't take off the sheets from right. your bed at the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Don't if you do, just no. remember to return them. Right, right. I don't know how that shoe polish got all over that. Shoe <laughs> uh, polish. The maids. So, but, the maids. Of, we've had some crazy themes for, for Dragon Con parties. Uh, and they teased me on this last one, the real one. It was the Twisted Adventures of Alice Somewhere Over the Rainbow. 
And so it was a mashup of Alice in Wonderland and uh, The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And that's the longest title party I've ever played in my entire life. <laughs> you need an editor, Neon. You need an editor. You know what? Getting that through my graphics artist, she was like, this is too many words. I said, make the font smaller. <laughs> as long as it's not Papyrus Lilith. Well, Bash of the Titans sounds awesome. So, Thank you. It, it was supposed to be last year's. So we got it postponed, but that's what it's going to be this year. You guys heard it first. So get your ideas out. Uh, Again, you know, you just take a bed sheet or whatever fabric, drape it, and then add your accessories. I'm hoping that people really come up with some creative stuff. Oh, it's Dragon Con. Yes, they, they will, for sure. Now, uh, apart from the work that you do for the Spectre Party, are you able to enjoy the rest of the con? Do you do anything else? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I get to enjoy looking at the room beforehand with my crew for a few hours. Um, <laughs> you know, loading up the car for two hours with all my equipment, getting it in in half an hour. No, I'm kidding. Um, you know, Darren usually invites us out Thursday for the underwear night. Um, that's his favorite thing, I think. It is my it, one of my favorite is. things. Don't know if it's going to happen this year. <laughs> right, right. You know, well, I'm sure someone see. will be in their underwear somewhere. Um, Me, I'll be in my underwear, but no one wants to see that right now. So, same. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, that COVID twenty right here. <laughs> Just twenty. <laughs> Just twenty. I'm going to beat you. Um, <laughs> so, but no, I'm actually. We do so much prep work, right? Mm-hmm. Like we are, we are starting right now with. Uh, either ordering decorations, getting cardboard together, getting ideas, so that we have everything built out and stored by June, July, August. Yeah, it'll probably be second week in August, we'll be finished. So literally, all I have to do is load up the car, get it there, unload, and I have a proof for that. So I'm able to enjoy a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, granted, a lot of the time I'm running around (laughs) trying to to get in the room or figure something out but you know the staff at dragon con i i with the uh the av staff who provides uh, all the support for the videos that we do they've always been top notch uh you know they realize that this party is important to a lot of people and have been over backwards every year and been phenomenal for me it it sounds like um i i'm kind of curious as to um how over the years that dragon con has has become more and more i guess maybe um a, a safe space yeah. for the community um would you say that's fair i you know i think with any large group there are safe and non safe places uh but mm-hmm. by and large you know, the thing that connects us all together is our love of fiction or science fiction, fantasy, whatever. And that kind of, you know, love, you don't have to talk about who you, who you identify as or what you identify. I like Captain Picard. I like, you know, we're going to get in fights over Picard versus uh, Benjamin Sisko. That's what we're going to get in arguments about, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not, hey, I like this dude. Someone's going to be like, okay, whatever. What about Picard? Um, that's gonna, that's the general, <laughs> you know, it's, it really is good. And, you know, I see a lot of people 
um, not only experimenting with, you know, gender fluidity with their characters, you know, a female Wolverine or a male Phoenix, it's becoming more commonplace and actually the creativity is insane. Um, so I think people become a little more mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah, I, I think Dragon is one of those cons where it, it's one of the few places where a straight guy can experiment with gender fluidity and not have that follow him the rest of his right. days, right? Because it's Dragon Con, it's a costume party, and everybody's dressed up, right. right? So it gives them a little, you know, force field, if you will, to to dress up like their favorite characters or to experiment with a different, you know, identity than they ever would before. Not that they would like be that permanently. It's it's a con. It's a weekend. Have a good time. Well, it's something we talk about you know. often in Pride Squadron. Um, you mentioned the the five hundred first earlier. Pride Squadron mm-hmm. is the combined group of queer members of the Star Wars costuming groups. So you've got people in there from Rebel Legion, the five hundred first Saber Guild, um, a few others. Um, but in in Pride Squadron, we often talk about how for so many people, costuming let them start experimenting with gender and helped them Mm -hmm. figure out who they are, helped them to come out as trans or as non-binary or to play around with gender expression and pronouns, right? Because when you're, when you're in costume Mm -hmm. as a certain character, more often than not, you're going to be referred to with the pronouns of that character. And it's, it can be super eye-opening. So it's, Cosplay in general can be safe in that way, but at least in my experience as a queer person at Dragon Con, I find the con as a whole to be a very welcoming and safe place, although that could be the parts of the con that I stick to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that with any large group of people, you're going to have groups of people who don't agree with groups of people, right? So everyone's got to be on their best behavior and be good citizens of the world in a perfect world, but they're still going to be the jerks. And usually they're going to be the ones taking pictures in the habit trail, like you're not (laughs) supposed to. And we all know who you are. So, you know, there's that, but it's also a place where people who may be closeted step out of the closet for the first time because it's so crazy at dragon con who's gonna notice right exactly or or um you know there's not an ongoing joke and i don't mean joke in a in a bad way here at all but there's this thing where bisexuals are invisible like either you're with a guy or you're with a girl so how does anyone know you're actually bisexual and it's like all these bisexuals have to prove their bisexuality to people um (laughs) you don't have to do that just say you're bi it's okay Um, but don't do it randomly to people (laughs) (laughs) starbucks I would respond with, what are you going to buy me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a bisexual. Yeah. Buy me something, please. <laughs> Let's go to Ultra Sabers. Get- <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want something nice, don't go to Ultra Sabers. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about what's at the dealer's room that's like within like five minutes walk, you know. <laughs> well, true, but I want to get the money, honey. <laughs> Sorry, Ultra Sabers. It, it, not that you're listening to this. Not sponsored. Um, and it's. It also seems <laughs> like, um, you know, I think I think the con itself has sort of, you know, tried to 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 extend 
as much as they can too, especially with uh, a dedicated uh, track to diversity, now, which I think is, mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've talked to that director uh, a couple of years ago when it first came out. And, and unfortunately I think, you know, with due to COVID and everything, it's sort of, um, you know, everything got put on hold for a little while um, in some ways, but um, it's sort of nice that that exists, you know, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's nice that it exists. Our, my frustration as a longtime Dragon Con goer was, Anything having to do with the LGBT community was after ten o'clock. Yeah, and it all it all happened at the same time. Yeah. So they're like, "Well, the attendance was really bad on this panel." It's like you have ten panels across the board on the same night for a sub community of the larger community. So yeah, no wonder that the panels weren't "quote unquote" well attended. You split your audience ten different ways. It's that doesn't and work. That's, that's starting becomes, to change, which is lovely. Yeah, it is, and a lot of people I've noticed have have started pushing back against the programming. People have started saying, mm-hmm. "Why are you putting this panel about queer coded characters after ten p.m.?" It's not like we're talking about right. sex in graphic ways in those panels. The problem that, is that so many people see queerness mm-hmm. as inherently adult or inherently sexual totally. and that's exactly. not it's case. not that no not no. at all so and that's what's great about it is you know yeah if you're going to rope making or, or making knots or yeah. whatever that's bondage. more adult that's well, I mean, that's bondage and stuff <laughs> after 10 p.m well, all the way i mean uh, all that stuff's gone from the con dragon con got oh, rid yeah. of all those sex positive or kink positive um programming because they felt like it didn't fit in with the rest of the the programming they offered and i get that and there are cons where you can go and learn all that stuff and i encourage you to do so if you are a kinkster and are interested in that please go get your freak on learn please for the love of god but just don't plan on it at dragon con if i can yeah just don't plan on that being if i can express an opinion that you might be surprised to hear coming out of my mouth uh-oh. 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 All right. I'm sitting down on this. Hold yeah, hold on. Hold on. Yellow alert. Yellow I alert. always get very anxious when conventions have a separate diversity track or a separate mm. part of the artist alley specifically for queer artists. Right. Because there are two sides to this, right? There's we want to lift this up and we want to highlight it. But what you're doing at the same time is you're putting all of your programming or all of your your queer guests or all of your queer artists in a single place that bigots can easily avoid. And I don't think in in 2021, even before that, that you should be able to avoid it. I want queer-focused programming on every single track. I would much rather... Totally. I would much rather have a diversity officer for the event who works with all of the other tracks to make sure that a panel not not a single panel is entirely white and not a single panel is entirely Mm -hmm. straight rather than relegating quote-unquote diversity topics to a single track and thinking that you've done your duty yeah i'm I'm behind 100 percent yeah because we are part of the community Mm -hmm. That that's that's the thing. We are part of you. And guess what? Gay people can move freely among <laughs> Surprise. We're we're behind that plant right there. Ah! Yeah. 
and they come out and make you gay. <laughs> you know, it's like, get over yourself. To quote Bianca Del Rio, right. we've all given to charity. We're not looking to give to charity again. <laughs> I know that, uh, you know, 25 years ago or so when I first went to Dragon Con and I felt so at home uh, with the experience um, and I had never been had a convention or even a public experience like that before um, I just you know I my hope and desire is that Dragon Con does that for everybody you know that um, every whatever walk of life you are whatever fandom you belong to you know whatever your tribe is um, it's represented or at least respected at Dragon Con so, and I know that, you know, that's a paradise scenario, um, but I think it's an ideal that I think I'd like to think that Dragon Con is, is aiming for, uh, or at least the fans behind it, right? Well, well yeah. I mean, we, we have this thing, there's, there's Dragon Con After Dark, right? Where things get turned up a little bit more on the adult nod. And we, we have also always said on the show, after dinner time, after 7 p.m., maybe the little ones don't need to be at this con anymore because it does turn more adult. It does turn more party and there's, you're going to see more skin and you're going to see everything like that. Maybe not so much first thing in the morning with, with the skin revealing costumes, <laughs> unless, unless you're leaving one hotel room right. to go back to your hotel room, <laughs> um, which has occurred. I'm sure. Walk of but shame. When does, no, when no. Does there, late no, end and early no, beginning? That's the question. No, there are no walks of shame. There are victory marches. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. So, I mean, there, there's inappropriate behavior in in straight clubs as much as gay clubs. There's inappropriate behavior whenever you have people with alcohol. There's inappropriate behavior whenever people might be taking pharmaceuticals they maybe should ought not be taking. Dragon Con does a good job to like make sure that's not happening, you know, most of the time, as far as I can tell. And I've been in those party situations and I've walked around the con and I've not seen any like intentional gross public nudity sexual thing going on in the pulse bar because people are too busy sitting there drinking or standing there drinking right i would say but, the underwear party comes close on thursday well yeah yeah the underwear party is, is about as close as it, and the abc party if they're still having it because they i think they lost their suite yeah i don't ago. think that one happens anymore yeah so uh the days of wearing a unicorn are gone <laughs> um but you know that those type of things could start up again tomorrow at the con for all we know right Mm. if you're uncomfortable with that then yes do you take your kids and leave the con after dark because that type of behavior is is going on maybe not so much now but i'd like to say this is not inherently gay behavior Mm -hmm. and i I think sometimes it's human behavior i think sometimes we get lauded with the oh they that those folks can't control themselves they just want to you know f all day and all night and they don't care who watches um (laughs) maybe but you know not necessarily you Um, know at the hyatt lobby right because that's not hot i mean if it was (laughs) yeah it's temperature hot but it's not like ooh, this is a good place to film a a scene only fans and only <laughs> to your point, though, I mean, a lo- I think a lot of people get comfortable at conventions because they they mm-hmm. feel like they're with family. They feel like you're, they're at home. But mm-hmm. it is just like you're at any crowded bar. 
So yep. if you're you're at one of these parties, don't set your drink down and walk away. No, Make sure that God, you, no. you watch it being made. All of those standard safety precautions still here's, count at con. Still be smart, folks. Come as on. A, as a gay man who appreciates all sorts of people, right? Never be afraid of a compliment if you're a straight guy and a gay guy says, hey, you are very attractive. I always say never be afraid of a compliment. Be afraid of not getting one. That's true. <laughs> I mean, so, if, you're getting, if you're not getting one, well, it's because uh, you need to work on that. You want to know how? Um, here's here's a tip on how to compliment someone without potentially making them feel weird. Right. Compliment something they can control. That's a good. Compliment oh, that's their good. hairstyle. That's really compliment good, their earrings. Compliment their makeup. Compliment mm-hmm. the clothes they chose that day. That costume the looks costume excellent. Looks don't great. compliment mm-hmm. the shape of their face or their body or how thin that's they so are. Don't compliment something they don't control. Yeah. Compliment something they chose for themselves that day. And you are Absolutely. less likely to creep people out. Mm-hmm. And, and just if My you'd point. like to buy someone a drink, offer to do so. Go up to the bar. Tell the bartender what you would like them to make. Have that person there. Let the bartender make that drink, and the bartender hands it directly yes. to you. Oh, damn straight. That's yeah. that's how you do that. You don't bring two Jack and Cokes to a table and say, ladies, who wants to get crunk? No. <laughs> no. And if somebody does, you do not take that drink. You do not no. take that drink. Uh-uh. You take the, the you do pie it. that you've got in your flask in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I usually tell yeah. people don't bother wasting your drugs on me i'm probably going to say yes <laughs> so, just trying to save you the money dude consent is important. Know, that explains that explains darren giving out apple pie all the time oh, yeah. i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so uh well i don't know how much uh Apple pie will be given out this year. Um, <laughs> no, but, yeah. uh, that's a good question. I don't um, think anyone's going to share a flask this year. <laughs> right. so that seems really unlikely. And yeah, I suppose yeah. this year more than ever, be careful, right? Uh, uh, because it's a, a whole new set of rules now, the new normal, right? And and it could prove safer for, I mean, look, like I said before, it's not just about COVID. It's, it's, just, a, it's just what's safe. Yeah, people get sick at Dragon Con. You're yeah. going to catch Con crud. Don't make it worse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, very cool. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Ian, thanks for joining us. Um, uh, we're going to, I think uh, we're going to, uh, we're ready, I think, to close out the show. I'm ready to get out of here. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, uh, so now we're going to draw a close to the sixth episode of the 2021 Dragon Con Report. Much thanks to our station crew, including our guest of honor, DJ Neon Glogo Bear. Um, where can people find you online? Where can people check out uh, what you're up to and uh, find out all about the Spectrum Park? So uh, you can follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Glogo Bear. That's G-L-O-W-G-O-B-E-A-R. Rawr. Uh, you can also- That's so cute. <laughs> oh, is the RAR in there too? RAR. <laughs> like the MGM. Um, and then uh, from my Facebook page, you can get to my Mixcloud page, mixcloud.com slash GlogoBear, G L O W G O B E A R. 
So that's where all of my podcasts are. Uh, there will be some new ones in the next month or two. Uh, there may be some Spectrum ones in there. I do try to keep that uh, only for Dragon Con, so it's, it's something special for you guys every year. So. Nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and Sue, thank you for being here, this, uh, especially on short notice. Thank no you so much. No problem at all. Where, where can people find out what you're up to? Sure. So if you're looking just for me, you can find me on Twitter at Spaltor. That's S-P-A-L-T-O-R. Uh, if you are interested in coming to DragonCon for the first time, or maybe you still still feel like you're kind of new and trying to get your footing, uh, I am one of the admins of the DragonCon Newbies group on Facebook, and we've got lots of info and content there for you, so come on over and join us. Make sure you answer the security questions, though, or we won't let you in, because we don't want Ray-Bans. Oh. And um, I mostly (laughs) referenced uh, Star Wars this evening, but if you'd like to hear me talk about Star Trek and feminism, you can find me over at womenatwarp.com, a podcast where we explore intersectional diversity in infinite combinations. Nice, nice. Love the podcast. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much. And thank you, Darren. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime I can drag one of my friends out of the closet and get him to confess his deepest, darkest secrets, just let me know. Uh, Where can people find you online, as if we don't know already? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I'm on legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where we talk about DC Comics' Legion of Superheroes goodness. And I'm here, obviously, on the Dragon Con Con Report, now going on how many years? Way too this many. Way too many. I think it's. Uh, I, I think we're getting close to ten. I don't yeah. think we're there yet, but I think we're getting close to a decade. Isn't that I, amazing? I, I expect to watch. Um, and <laughs> oh, we'll also, watch. Okay, that's okay. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. And I, also, we do uh, the uh, LGBTQ plus Rainbow Room project on the ESO, and right now we are talking about Angels in America for uh, Pride Month. Yes. 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 Nice. Very great. Great, great episodes. Great part discussion. Going to be a two parter because that thing is. I mean, dense. also because obviously it's a two parter. It's Angels in America. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. That's true. We got to we got to explain this to the children. Perestroika, right? You know, so. Perestroika forever. I, I, I'm I'm certainly going to say that that was planned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm certainly going to say that we planned Teach it. Teach the way. children. What kind of homosexual are you, Neon? That color is not pink. That is Yusha. I'm just surprised I'm wearing a shirt, so. Yeah, I know. I'm shocked. I really am shocked. Well, there you go. There is an ongoing joke. Does Neon own clothing? Like, ever? I've been liking your tattoos, though. Those are really awesome, dude. You. Okay. That is awesome. I have to tell a quick Dragon Con story about Neon. We were walking through the Hyatt lobby, and Neon was in his Tron outfit, and Neon is a built bear he's a built go-go bear not kidding and i knew him when he was skinny don't 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 at me unless you're gonna venmo me for the for the photo but <laughs> this guy's like dude do you need a benadryl and neon and i were like what we've been drinking buckets of rum at the high mm-hmm. and we didn't know what this dude was talking about he's like because you're all swole up <laughs> oh. i felt Good. like amazing I for the rest of the day <laughs> Like, I was on it. I like that Cloud line. Cloud nine right there. That is a great line. I love it. It is a great <laughs> line. <laughs> he was, you know, right? Yeah. 
That's a keeper. That's a keeper. And uh, and 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 right, Director Faber, because you're the one who uh, you know. Oh, that's go- the- that's going into our archives all the way. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a good one. That is a keeper. Most you're definitely. the one who controls the show, and we we love you for it. Thank you so much. None of this would be possible without you. I'm just the guy who hits record, and I uh, love every second of it. It's awesome. All right. We try to cover all we can with these episodes, but to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official DragonCon website and their social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, and ah, there's rumor that they have a TikTok, but I don't think they've used it yet. Okay. So uh, anyway, all the fan tracks are active on Facebook groups as well. You can get active on uh, with DragonCon right now uh, on any of the tracks that you desire. Just sign up. Uh, go to Facebook. Go to the, check out their social media, and and just start interacting because a lot of them are looking for uh, programming ideas, looking for volunteers. You can be active now. Uh, it's not too early. Uh, we are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have, a, as I mentioned before, we have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs, including the DragonCon Report logo. There's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page. And, of course, we have a Patreon as well. Thank you to all of our supporters. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Be sure to check out past episodes at DragonConReport.com. And we can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Whether you are listening to us via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Audible.com, please rate us and leave us a review. If you would like to leave us direct feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to do so at feedback at dragonconreport.com. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my pleasure. Take care, stay safe, get vaccinated, and we hope to see you at the con. Yeah. has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.